Hi folks, this is Bruce Hutchin, founder, creator of Hutch on Hunting, Colorado's finest information-based research company for the Colorado hunter. I started the company to give you tips and techniques and hints of good places to go. Unfortunately, the honey holes in Colorado are no more. And you know why? Because a lot of people figured out they could use technology to help you get to the right places. Well, Colorado is the only state that offers over-the-counter tags for elk, limited tags for mule deer, sheep, goats, moose. But a lot of people come to Colorado every year to hunt elk. And you got to realize you're going to be hunting elk at over 8,000 feet. I live personally at 6,800 feet year-round. So when I go to eight to 10,000 feet, it's really no big deal. But if you're coming from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, elevation maybe 1,000 feet, maybe 900 feet. I really don't know, but you know. And it's hard. It's harder than your your lungs, your legs, everything, because your blood is not carrying oxygen. You're not acclimated. And you probably haven't been working out. So in this episode of Hutch on Hunting podcast, we're going to be talking about preparing your body for an elk hunt above 800 feet. 8,000 feet, pardon me, 8,000 feet. It's crucial to ensure your physical fitness and endurance in high altitude environments. Here are some conditioning tips that you should consider. Cardiovascular training. Engage in regular cardiovascular exercise such as running, hiking, cycling, or using an elliptical machine. Personally, I like Stairmaster. Aim for activities that elevate your heart rate and improve your endurance. Go to the gym, talk to a, a PT guy, and say, hey, what's my optimum heart rate? What's my resting heart rate? Where is the sweet spot in my heart rate? Everybody's got a different one. So find that out and then work to that. Gradually increase the intensity and duration of your workouts to mimic the demands of hiking at high altitudes. You're going to be hiking anywhere from five miles to 10 miles a day with a 20 pound day pack, your bow or your rifle, your water. So you're going to have probably 30 pounds on your body. So when you're working out, don't work out just in your shorts and a t-shirt, work out with a pack on and have it weigh between 20 and 30 pounds. It'll make a difference. High altitude training. If possible, incorporate specific high altitude training into your routine. If you live at lower elevations, consider taking a trip, taking a vacation, or using altitude simulation devices to acclimate your body so that you reduce oxygen levels. Just get on Google and find out how you do that. This can help improve your oxygen utilization.
visualization and performance at high elevations. Interval training. Include interval training in your routine to improve both your aerobic and anaerobic fitness. Alternates between high intensity bursts of exercise and active recovery periods. This type of training will better prepare your body for varying terrain and intense bursts of effort during your hill climb. Sometimes you're sitting on your butt on a hillside glassing, and the next thing you know, you're climbing a thousand foot ridge. It changes. Plus, you're going over deadfalls, you're crossing streams. Elk hunting isn't easy. It's a great, great sport, but it takes the best out of you. Strength and endurance training. Focus on strength and endurance exercises to build the necessary muscle strengths and stamina. Incorporate exercises such as squats, lunges, sit-ups, deadlifts, core work, and upper body exercise. Aim for a combination of body weight exercises, free weights, and resistance training. Mix it up. Again, talk to a fitness expert and say, I'm going elk hunting. What do I need to do? Stair climbing. Probably the best thing that I did when I was working was I would climb stairs if I was going to an office building. I would not take the elevator. So I climbed the stairs. My rep would take the elevator. And I'd get there just a couple of seconds later. No big deal. But stair climbing, the hiking on inclines, Put that into your training routine every single day. This mimics the uphill hiking that you'll encounter during an elk hunt and helps condition the muscles used in ascending and descending. Hey folks, I want to give a shout out to Doug and Karen Roberts of Concourse Fence, the finest whitetail and elk scent made in America today. ConcourseScent.com is your provider for many, many products for luring that big buck or the big bull in. Hey, Doug. Hey, Karen. Thanks for being the presenting sponsor for Hush on Hunting. I can climb, but it's really hard when I'm coming off the mountain at the end of the day. And if I'm heavy, if I'm packing out a quarter, it's really hard descending because I get a Gravity's working against me. Going up, gravity's holding me back, but my muscles propel me forward. Going down, my muscles have to hold me back because gravity's trying to suck me down. Pack training. Gradually introduce a weighted pack. I've already talked about 20 to 30 pounds. During your training session, just simulate the added weight you'll carry during your hunt. Start with a light load. Start with five pounds and gradually increase the weight as you build strength and endurance. This will help prepare your body, all your muscle and group, for the demands of carrying gear and packing out game. You know, an elk weighs boned out probably two to 300 pounds on a bull elk. You're gonna be carrying off that mountain. I sure hope you got mules, horses, buddies, whatever. I've been fortunate to do some pack outs by myself during my earlier years. 
and I had to pack maybe a mile, hopefully downhill. A couple were uphill. But there's something about coming out heavy that just stays with you forever because it's hard. It really is hard. If you've got 70 to 80 to 100 pounds on your back, but then you're thinking about the hunt, you're thinking about your goal of just, I just got to get to the road. I just got to get to my truck. I just got to get there. You set the goal and you do it. And all of a sudden you're there. Some guys, they get, they get their earbuds in, they're playing music, whatever you have to do. But you will remember the well-burned elk or mule deer or sheep or goat. Moose is a completely different thing, and I'll talk that on a different show. But you've got to prepare mentally and physically for the pack out. Flexibility and mobility exercises. Stretching and mobility exercises to improve your flexibility and reduce risk of injury. Why do you think athletes stretch before the event? You should do the same thing. Just don't roll out of your cot. Grab a quick breakfast and start hiking up the hill. Stretch. Doesn't take long. Five, ten minutes at max. But if you stretch those muscles before and after your hunt, your body's going to thank you. Hydration, hydration, hydration. You have to carry water and drink water continually. Your bladder, your water bladder should be empty. At the end of the hunt, minimum of 32 ounces. Minimum. I have a 32 ounce bladder and I have a 32 ounce nudging, 64 ounces. And when I'm hunting hard, they're empty at the end of the day. Plus, you want power boost during the day because elk hunting, you should stay out all day, in my opinion. So you need to have a jet boil or something you can cook up, something at lunchtime. Plus, you need high-energy snacks. Outdoor training. Whenever you can, you need to go into the outdoors. Just go to a park. Just go to the toughest terrain in your neighborhood and take a walk. Simulate as best you can hiking and climbing on uneven ter terrain. Navigating different surf surfaces and coping with changing weather conditions. Yes, you should hike in the rain wherever you live. If it's a rainstorm coming in, say, great, I'm going to do a, my five-mile loop today, and I'm going to put on my wet gear and my pack, and I'm going to go for a walk. The other thing, do this gradually. Do not think you're Superman and come, come to the West and attack these mountains. Because the mountains are tougher than you are. They've been there thousands of years. They don't care who you are, what your name is. You know, if you think a guy like Cameron Hayes who talked about being a wilderness athlete a long time ago. And he started being a fitness hunter. That take 
dedication that takes years and years and years. So I don't care if you were a high school athlete, college athlete, as I was, you still got to be tough mentally and physically. There's only one way to do it. Preparation, preparation, preparation. If you go on um, Instagram, I got a good friend, Michael T. Merrill from uh, Utah, and that guy is a solid, consistent, persistent workout fiend. He's one heck of a hunter. He just got back from Alaska. I haven't talked to him, but I can't wait to hear about his hunt. The last thing I'm going to talk about is remember to consult with your doctor before starting into your preparation for hunting the Rockies. If there's any underlying health conditions and you don't disclose them or he doesn't talk about them, do because I don't want you to be a statistic when you come to Colorado. It's a tough country. And if something happens to you, you've got family, loved ones, people that want you to come home. So be smart. Listen to your body. Rest when needed. Give yourself enough time to prepare for the hunt and the rigors of hunting elk at above 8,000 feet. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hutch on Hunting. You can reach me at www.hutchonhunting.com. I get excited about what I'm doing, folks. I want to bring you the best information to prepare you for your next hunt. Reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm on all the social medias, so I'd love to hear from you.